Welcome to the Mixed Visions Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Jules. And we created this platform to help give you clarity within the nine pillars of life. As you digest these episodes, keep an open mind and soak in the vibrations of each perspective that you hear. We will be speaking about different journeys, lessons, obstacles, and your ability to create autonomy. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to episode 27 of Mixed Visions Podcast. Today, Eric and I are going to be speaking about the importance of growing individually while being in a relationship, specifically romantic relationships, uh, being a area of focus for today. We hope that you all enjoyed last week's episode about rejection being a redirection. Uh, we both really enjoyed that conversation, so hopefully you're able to pull something quality from that episode. And like always, if you aren't already, you can follow us on social media at Mixed Visions Podcast. You can send us comments, any reviews regarding the show, things that you would like to hear us talk about. We're always open to hearing about that. And without anything else, let's go ahead and dive right into today's topic. Okay, so I'll share my own experience because yours is probably going to be different than mine, obviously. Okay, when I'm in relationships, I lose myself and always put everyone else's needs before my own. This is your people-pleaser recovering lady that's speaking. (laughs) And it's just now gotten to a point, like within the last year, that I don't do that as much. Like, I'm doing more things for myself. Because I realize that I'm the only person that can make me fully happy. And it took a very long time to do that because I felt, I guess in a way, unworthy all the time or insecure. And I would always do everything I possibly could and give a person like a million chances because I was like, I really want this to work. I love them so much. But that was putting them before me when it wasn't necessary. So the point of this episode for me it's a good point, get a point. Get across that if you're losing yourself in relationships, you really need to do things that make you happy outside of the relationship that help you be fulfilled so that you're not seeking fulfillment from another person. I think that's a great point. Just why is it important in you know, the just to focus on that, because I feel like it is very important. I feel like it is common for people to get lost in the relationships and mm-hmm. then all happiness stems from the relationship. And then when yes. the relationship fails, happiness fails. Like, and then you're the like fuck? lost in like this mm-hmm. little limbo of like being upset or whatever. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> since we've had time being in relationships and I'm sure we've all had our ups and downs with them, um, even just speaking to the point of it being important for you to work on yourself because mm-hmm. you're gonna have that up and ups and downs with your relationship mm-hmm. and i feel like you can only be the best partner you want to if you're actively working on yourself i feel like if you yes. aren't working on yourself while you're with someone else then there's no way you're going to be able to progress. i guess like progress and like mm-hmm. nurture your person the way that you like ultimately want to if you're not working on yourself you yes know? that's very true your partner has to create a safe space for you to feel like your authentic self to be able to grow Hmm. because there's not going to be any growth if you can't be who you are and if you feel like you always have to walk on eggshells and you always feel like they're criticizing you or whatever it is like you don't feel like you can just be honest with them or whatever then you're not going to be able to be honest with yourself and grow because you're putting on a front of like people pleasing or doing things that make them happy and avoiding 
what makes you happy or what you have a problem with. You're not setting a boundary. Does that make sense? Yeah. And like I said earlier, this is just, I'm just now getting to the point where I'm like setting boundaries with not just my relationship and being more calm when I approach situations when I get mad mm-hmm. <laughs> to um, just family members and friends. Like I'm the person that always says, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. Like mm-hmm. to different people. And then I'm like, fuck, because I screw myself and overcommit to things. And then I'm like super stressed. And when you do that, I was actually talking to um, my hairstylist, Courtney, about that today. If you don't set boundaries, you're going to resent doing nice things for people. Yeah, okay. And then you're going to have an attitude the whole time you do them. You don't really want to do them. If you don't want to do them, just say fucking no. Or just, I'm not available at that time. Yeah. But a difficulty that I have had, and I know others have, when I've talked to my coach, um, it's hard to figure out, and not an excuse, but like, a boundary without over explaining yourself because you're so used to over explaining yourself mm. because I continually will be like well I can't like say you said can we do this time I'm like well I can't because I have to do this 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 and this instead of saying no I'm sorry I'm not available at that time mm. and I do that well I'm not doing that anymore I'm working on it but I used to do that so badly that I was like write a paragraph in a text message explaining why I can't do something instead of being like no I'm sorry I can't mm. because I felt like I had to explain myself to people. So essentially, especially with like being in a relationship, knowing, I guess that kind of comes back to communication too, just communicating with your person. Yes. What your boundaries are and them um, understanding them and then yes. accepting them and then working working with them so then that way they're working with you essentially. Is that what you're saying? Yes. All right, absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, My long-winded no. way of saying that. No, I, I think it makes sense. I just want to make sure I got it all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. Um and even just thinking about growing individually, because I've been with my partner, Erica, for six years. Lovely. Damn Yay. near seven. Damn near seven. January 15th. I think ah. we'll start seventh. Seven. But um, I've, even just looking at it, because Erica's two year, three years younger than me. Mm-hmm. But so when I met her, she was 21. I was 24. So even just seeing her evolution from a 21-year-old to a 28-year-old and my evolution from, like, a 24-year-old to a 30-year-old. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's definitely really crazy because uh, I feel like, and I'm not going to obviously go into details here, Erica, so you can, you'll be okay. But I feel like any <laughs> and all relationships have ups and downs, mm-hmm. and they also have good times, bad times, especially with someone, like, you really love and really care about. You're going to have ups and downs. Like, it's never always fucking great. Absolutely Never not. is. It's just <laughs> you unrealistic. You want to fucking kill each other sometimes. But I feel like her and I, we have grown so much and Mm -hmm. so much together. And we've been in like different situations where we did like long distance for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she moved here and then we've been living with each other longer than we've, no. Yeah, we've been living with each other for four years, four Mm -hmm. of those six years. Yeah. So it's like we, once we got together, we literally immediately started living together, which can Mm -hmm. be kind of tough. That's a big adjustment, especially living, you don't know someone until you live with with them. them. (laughs) And like, thank God, you know, we're both very, we're both very clean. Like we we've never really butted heads. Even like the lockdown started in mm-hmm. 2020, we never really had a problem like being in the same 700 foot square foot apartment <laughs> each other 24 seven. Like it just it was really never that bad. So I'm definitely thankful for that. But to get back to my point, we just we've had to grow with each other mm-hmm. so much in different situations that even now being 30 and understanding who Erica is now, she's way different than what she was yeah. when I first met her. So it's just one of those things that you really have to be 
conscious of and be aware Mm -hmm. of of like not only is it up to you to like push yourself and grow individually but Mm -hmm. like your partner is also going to grow and it's like you're making conscious decisions of like okay I I love this person for this Mm -hmm. and even if they're growing and evolving I'm still going to love them as I get to know them more because you know she's going to have her season she's going to be when she hits 30 she's going to be different than what she is now when she's 27 so like it's like continuing to love that person as they continue to evolve as well with you. You have to have that open space to be okay with like the flexibility because the person, exactly like you said, the person that I knew when he and I got together, not me and Julia, me and Amahi, because you said Eric earlier. <laughs> but I think you get that by now unless yeah, you're new here. You Sorry. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make sure. We'll let them figure you it never out. know it was their first episode. They'll be like, what the fuck? So we were completely different. Completely. And then as you said that i was like well yeah that makes sense as to why like older people say like you fall in love with that person different times throughout your life because they're different people People, it's weird weird. (laughs) and then when you think about it you're like oh fuck that's true because every person has like an insecure period of their life and no matter your gender Mm. (laughs) because we all have our things and then like i just got to a point in my relationship where I don't bring up past things all the time. I don't bring up past things all the time because I'm a torn up and I like to drudge up things. I'm like, well, you did this. Like, I hold on to things, and that's also from trauma. I hold on to, like, all of the negative things people have done to me, and I don't realize it. I do it subconsciously. And then I used to bring them up all the time. I used to be that bitch. (laughs) I would bring up all the past things if you pissed me off. But within the last, like, two years, I haven't because, like, what's the fucking point? Because they're not that person anymore. I mean, if they have the same patterns, okay. Oh, we need to talk about patterns. (laughs) Uh, If they have the same patterns or you're in the same cycle, like, the same thing keeps happening over and over again. And I'm not talking about cheating. I'm just talking about, like, just different things. And you have a problem with it but have not communicated it. That's on you because you need to be open and communicate but if you have and you continue to see that pattern and you see that they aren't growing, you need to say something. And if their ego can't take that, maybe you're not with the right person. Potentially. Yes. I mean, they could just have a moment and they need to get their shit together on their ego. But you have to have, like, that is the main thing is honesty and communication and everything. Because if you're not being yourself fully, then you know that person doesn't feel like they can be themselves fully. Mm. And... Let the past go. That's my point. I've just rambled. But <laughs> so let me ask you a but question. That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What self work have you done that you've seen positively impact your relationship? Positively impact my relationship. What have I done? God, what haven't I done? Okay. Over the last few years, and um, recently the last like year, affirmations, which we've talked about that on a different episode. Mm-hmm. Also. I'm a very empathetic person, but I get very defensive very quickly. Mm-hmm. That's just being raised in my house. I was criticized a lot, not intentionally. They did not realize they were doing that. But Childhood I always felt, yes, I always felt like I had to defend myself, and I didn't realize that until my partner said something, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Why are you like ready to fucking fight?" Like. You get so oh shit! You get so upset when I just like give you some type of criticism within like our relationship, but nothing else. You're fine, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I had yeah. to really sit down 
and figure out like why the fuck do I do that because I didn't know it was just like automatic response before I could even it was a reaction before I even thought to speak (laughs) and so I worked on taking a breath before I say something before I get real crazy that's great one other thing I've worked on is treating myself better because I made a list I don't think I told the story. Before I got with Amahi, like a year before, I was like just in limbo, fucking lost child. Still am a little bit, you know, we're, we're learning. But my stepmom had told me to make a list of all the things I want in a partner. And if they didn't meet everything on that list, then don't be with them. And I was like, that's a bit stressful. <laughs> like, and she was like, well, if you have high standards, it's okay. Like you're gonna get the person that you want. Well, he marked off everything, but a couple things on that list. He's still here, you know what I'm saying? But um, I didn't find the list until after I moved in with him. And I read it, and I was like, dang, he crossed off like almost everything. Okay, he's doing good. And then um, I made another list recently, like the beginning of this year. It's a lot longer. Because once you get older, you know, you you know specifically, like, this is what I want. But I wrote down what I want and need in a partner and then read through it added to it over time but also realized that i have to be all of those things for that person before i can receive that mm. mm-hmm. and that was a hard one to swallow because <laughs> some of the things i wrote on there i was like i'm not that i need to work on that so this is really actually a good exercise for you to do even if you're in it's a relationship because like if you want your relationship to be better you need to know what you want and what you need in a relationship out of a partner so that you can provide that, because if you don't provide that, you're not going to be able to receive it. Yeah, right. Because balance people. That's, That's how really the universe works. Yeah. Yeah, write down what you want and see if you're mirroring some of those same things. Because if to you're going to have these high standards and you aren't even meeting them, you ain't getting that shit. That's Sorry. Facts. That's facts. facts. <laughs> Just like, um, that's why I hired a coach. Karina, we had her on the episode a while ago. Yeah, shout out to Karina. Because um, I wasn't holding myself accountable fully. And I'm not going to attract clients that are going to be accountable if I'm not. Yeah. So like what? Sense. And look, I've got new clients now, so I'm excited. Sometimes, but on a more serious note, <laughs> try the exercise of writing down everything that you need from a partner and what you want from a partner. It doesn't have. It doesn't need to be like superficial shit, but more like support, understanding, empathy, mm-hmm. communication. Like high quality uh, stuff. Yes, emotional. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh. uh, uh shit it's emotional educated or um whatever i forgot what it is but emotionally mature sure yeah. <laughs> and open to things whatever you can put fucking i don't know anything you want but you have to reflect those things even if it's not the exact thing that you want you have to reflect something that would attract that for your partner to be able to be open to that does that make sense yeah so the things that you worked on specifically were just like identifying like you said some Specifics. of the yeah, some of the things that you would react to and how you could change your reaction mm-hmm. to like criticism and things like yes. that and like where that stems from and then also mm-hmm. having specific qualities that you wanted and a partner was very mm-hmm. important to you. So when you wrote down that list, you found mm-hmm. the partner that uh, not only marked off those things, but it made you more conscious of if I expect these high quality things out of my partner, what high quality things am I also bringing to the relationship that fuels them? Wow. Good job listening. Nice. I'm trying my best. Because <laughs> I'm just rambling over here. Well, that leads me into mind because listening is because... <laughs> I'm great at that. <laughs> well, uh, um, 
I won't say great. <laughs> Erica would contest to that. She's like, absolutely not. But uh, one thing that I worked on on myself that I was ho- that I hope is improving mm-hmm. my relationship with Erica is just listening to her more and just understanding. Because um, Erica is very empathetic and Erica mm-hmm. feels things. She feels things like very strongly, whether mm-hmm. it's things that are happening with work or personal life or whatever. She like feels. She's a sensitive gal. I not, say not, she's I sensitive. Mean, she I don't mean feels. it in that way. Like emotionally sensitive. Like we are aware of things she's more than most people. She feels herself for sure. Yes, she yes. definitely is in, like not in her feelings, but she definitely knows her emotions when they come about and what yes, they are. So I've I mean. had to learn to listen and understand what are these emotions that she's having and what mm-hmm. do they, not necessarily what do they mean, but how can I best support her based off whatever is happening or like the kind of emotions she's Good in. Good job. So I've been trying to, I'm, I don't think I'm doing amazing, <laughs> but I feel like I've been trying to put a lot of intention into it just to be better with it. Like that's one thing that I felt like I could do a better job of this that I feel like would help our relationship more. So listening is definitely one. I feel like there's a lot of shit that I'll be trying to do <laughs> hey, to be a better partner to Erica. Here. But um, in terms of just myself, mm-hmm. I think especially over the past two years, I've been very guilty of giving a lot of my time and attention to this pursuit, this pursuit of um, being an independent trainer, this pursuit mm-hmm. of having clients, being an entrepreneur, this pursuit of um, my dream, which is opening my own private training facility. This is something that I've wanted, but I've been so early into it that I feel like in these first two years of this pursuit, it has consumed a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. And there have been moments where that I've been able to look back and understand how it negatively impacted my relationship that I was, I don't think it's bad that I have a pursuit and that I have something that I'm going after, but also to have a partner and someone that you love, you mm-hmm. do have to find balance, yeah. right? And I feel like over the past two years, because I've put so much time and effort and I feel like success with my pursuit equates to success in my relationship sometimes, but mm-hmm. that's not always the case. And I had to find that out the hard way yeah. by getting into one of those those valleys. So again, we won't go into details, but <laughs> ups and downs in relationships, but it took that to, for me to understand, well, damn, I could probably do a better job of balancing my pursuit, which is very important to me and something that I feel will benefit our relationship with mm-hmm. success, but also still being present enough to be in the moment with wherever I'm at in my relationship and still giving the same time and mm-hmm. effort to that as if I was already successful with what I'm doing. Yeah. So that was something that I really, really found out this year that I was like, okay, Jules, you can definitely take a step back and be a little bit better here with balancing both of these things and not just thinking that all your success in life depends on your pursuit. Like, no, you can still give a lot of quality attention to your relationship where it's at right now and still continue to go after you know, your dreams and your goals and the mm-hmm. things that you want to pursue. So I'd say those are like listening to Erica, one, just being a better listener in general. And that, yeah. that spans not only with her, but with like clients, with like my parents, talking to my friends, just listening to people better. Being more present. Being more and present. There. Yeah. I feel like that's something that I've been trying to work on for myself to grow individually, but also better my relationship. And then also not necessarily thinking that all of my success in life depends on if I'm successful in my pursuit, but still being able to find that work, love, balance. Yeah. And really because you can be abundant in different areas in your life and yeah. be successful, depending on how you define it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But it takes a lot of... Um, Relationships are a lot of work. Yeah, they're hard <laughs> as fuck, people. They're hard as fuck. So hard. Like, very, very A lot difficult. of forgiveness. 
Yeah. And, and understanding. You got to choose each other, like, every, every single, single day. day. My parents would always say that, and I was just like, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, nah, you really got to do that. You got to wake up and be like, nah, I still love the hell out of you. I want to choke the shit out of her, yeah, but I love I'll her. Yeah, pick you up. <laughs> Give you a big old hug. <laughs> <laughs> Choke you out of uh, Nah, Erica's the one who be putting me in a headlock. So I let's not it. let's not get she's it twisted. Strong she's strong lady. as hell. She be picking me up and shit. She's probably tired y'all, of us saying that. Y'all think y'all think she all nice and sweet. She is. Nah, Don't Erica's kind of different. Quiet. Bro. She's not. Y'all think she's sweet. <laughs> she is. She's an angel. Uh, one point I do want to make is we are ever evolving, and we are always expanding, trying to find our true self. And our expanding our consciousness. Bars. My little woo-woo shit. We always have that. So, yes. Something that's very important, in my opinion, is to take solo, and I know you know this because you all do this, take solo trips or friend trips away from your significant other because, one, uh, what is it? Distance makes the love grow fonder. Some yeah, I think shit somebody like said that, that before. Sure. <laughs> but... Doing things, doing these things on your own that bring you happiness and, like, you spend time away and spend time with your friends or family by yourself will also help you remind you of pieces of who you are and also things that you can share with your partner. Because if you all are together 24 fucking 7, it's going to be boring. Mm. So you already know everything that's going on. Usually it is boring. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, through, like, it's the same stuff all the time. But if you go on a vacation, you'll have something to talk about. Because if you're together all the time, like I know a lot of people, especially during the pandemic, people got divorced after that because they were just around each other too much and realized, like, damn, we don't like each other. Mm. <laughs> and also domestic violence went up and uh, domestic abuse and all that. Is, mm. But getting away from one another for a little while, even if it's for a weekend or a day, girls stay, hey, that'll help you to stay happy not just in one relationship and focus like we talked about earlier when you said that um sometimes you lose yourself in the union (laughs) the union um and that makes you solely focus on like this is the only relationship that is fulfilling me when you need to outsource like if you don't have any friends and that's okay we can find friends it's called what's that app called bumble or something to find friends i don't know anything about dating apps or friend apps or nothing I have, like, one friend. Spending time with yourself will help you reflect on what you need to work on. Because someone can tell you the same thing all the time, but if you're not actually sitting down and reflecting, like, okay, why did they say this? What am I doing that is causing them to feel this way or causing this argument or whatever the flying fuck, then you won't know what to do because you're not taking time to work on yourself. Being in a relationship that can evolve into marriage, you have to have a great foundation of friendship first. Because if you do not, and as you grow, you will become different people. Obviously, we talked about that. But if you aren't friends and you were just like, you know, fucking around and don't really know shit about each other and you move in together, whatever, don't know much about each other and you're learning as you go, that's fine. But if you don't have a good foundation that you built before all that, shit's going to get crazy. And y'all are probably not going to last very long because... If you're not friends first, then you're not going to continually choose each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I want who I'm with to be my best friend. That I can tell whatever, even if I'm telling like gossip and he's like, get out of people's business. <laughs> I don't care. Last thought, I guess. All right, folks. So in conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, everybody. So in conclusion, we definitely wanted to leave y'all today with not only some of our shared experiences with growing individually while being in a relationship, but of course, some of the tools and things that we've done, some things that we've worked on. Hopefully some of these experiences that we've shared could be beneficial towards you, whether you're seeking a relationship or even currently in one, going through those turmoils, those ups and downs, and just continuing to choose your partner every single day. Just staying present, working on yourself can always amount to growth. So and finding things that make you happy outside of the relationship that you enjoy doing Boom. so that you aren't consumed by only that relationship. Even if it's friendship, relationship with family, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, take time for yourself. Damn it. 100%. <laughs> you heard it here first on the Mixed Visions Podcast. Um, again, follow us on social medias at Mixed Visions Podcast. Leave a review. Share the episodes if you're enjoying them. Again, mm-hmm. episode 27. I believe that's right. Yeah. Yeah.